This is Raptors Game Night on TSN 1050. The Raptors live here. Oh, yes, they do, and they're pretty happy with their win tonight. 125-110 was the final score. Uh, it started out with a crash, and they were able to maintain it 49-30 after a quarter. Welcome to Raptors game night. Jim Taddy, Warren Ward, and Javon Shepard with you to go over this. And, Javon, um, let's throw it down to you. And, and just let me say that, you know, when, when we talk about the Raptors and we're disappointed, it's because we know that there's this game, and this is the game that we want to see. This, this It was all on display tonight, wasn't it? It was. And, and I think if you listen to OG's, interview at post-game interview he said it he said it himself right so not only would the fans be frustrated or sometimes us when they come up with these losses that you know they're capable of more he you know he said it himself out of his own mouth this this a win like this shows you what we're capable of right this is the number one team in the west you're playing against a a guy in Jokic that's you know potentially going to his third his third mvp right and you came out and and you know a convincing victory pretty much outplayed this team for three quarters and when they made a run and got themselves back into it, not only did you have a response in that fourth quarter and holding them to 18 points, but you made winning plays down the stretch. So I thought, you know, this is a big, this is a big time win because it was a team win. A number of guys stepped up, did a number of different things. You know, and I, I just like how the, the team played. There was a different type of energy. I'm sure everybody was happy to be back home in their bed, get their own rest, get their own home-cooked meals. But they came on, they put on a show for their fans here. And, you know, to me, at, at one point in this game when it was with a 20-point lead, you're looking at the teams on the floor and you're saying, man, this, this Raptors team, they can compete with the best, of, not just compete, you know, they can control, they can take, take over a complete game against the best of them. So, you know, the expectation, the bar is so high um, when you see games like this. And then they, they just got to find ways to play consistently um, because, again, you see a game like this, there should be no reason why this team is not a playoff team, right? Because you had this, this Denver team, you pretty much controlled them and commanded this game from the get-go. I am uh, extremely impressed that the Raptors didn't give up the lead in this game, and that's something we've seen. You know, every, every team goes through runs, and you're, you know, you're, you're bound to have, you know, um, a breakdown or two. But regardless of that, the Raptors didn't contend once. Denver made multiple runs. They withheld it. They withheld all the punches, all the punches Denver thrown. And again, this is the best team in the Western Conference, right? Um, as Javon had said. So you, you see that, you know, not only what the Raptors are capable of, but you see that this is essentially a dominating performance. Every time Denver cut it close, they called a timeout, they regrouped, and they found a way to execute right after the timeout, either stretching the lead or maintaining it. And uh, third in the, in the third quarter, under about two minutes, the Raptors shot five straight threes. Denver was on the midst of a 9-0 run in that, in that, in that three-minute span. And then um, Freddie gets a steal. Scotty gets an and one. And that was the first attempt in the paint in, the, in that last two, three minutes. So not the most ideal basketball, but still, they found a way to contribute. And Freddie, I got to say hats off. He, yeah. he did not want to lose this basketball game by any means at all. Not only was he scoring, but the, even the last play when he got Scotty a dunk, with he literally penetrated, made all the threes, and then found his teammate. So he not only made the guys around him better, and you saw him after Scotty had the dunk, you saw him come back on defense clapping because he knew the game was pretty much done around, you know, a minute and 22 seconds left in the game. Those type of plays, those are the things that, you know, we want to see. And those plays are contagious, and you're and hopefully they can turn a new leaf and, you know, build some consistency because, again, this is a very good team with a lot of weapons. And as good as Denver is and as good as Denver looked, the Raptors were better. And every time... Every time, as I said, they made a little bit of a run, the Raptors were able to withstand it, 
and increase their lead. Yeah, to your point, Warren, I thought Fred just he just came out and picked this team apart. You know, put this Denver team apart. He just controlled this game. He, he played like a lead guard. There was some conviction to him. He played with the energy. When he got into the paint, he was, you know, crafty. He looked healthy. He looked athletic. He was shifty. And teams couldn't guard, this team couldn't guard him. And then what I, what I liked is in that fourth quarter, right, when he came back, and I was a little nervous going from the third to the fourth because I was wondering, you know, how long is, is, is Fred going to sit? And, you know, he sat a couple minutes early and then came back into the game, and it, com- it changed the whole complexion of this game, right? You can talk about the points that he scored and, had himself a tremendous game there, 36 points on 13 of 22 shooting. But it was this, the decisions that he made. And I, yeah. even in that fourth, there was a stretch where, you know, they went away from getting some good shots. And he had – there was a specific play where he had Pascal initiate the offense, called his own number because at this point we needed a bucket, right? Called his own number, you know, in, in, you know got the ball to Pirtle there and on the elbow. And they went to the elbow series, and he came off and, and made a big three. And that's what you want from him, right? The the lead guard, your your guy that's battle tested, your guy that's that everybody's looking for for poise and, and composure and to, you know, have that confidence permeate throughout this team is step up in plays like that in moments like that. And he did that. And this team again, you come out with a victory and you wanna see that continue down the next thirteen games and I think that's what's what's gonna be big for this team. Like what do you take from this? What do you bottle up and roll over into your next couple of games? Because those ones there you have OKC up next and believe you have Minnesota, and then you're on the road, to, road at Milwaukee. So there's an opportunity here to, you know, capitalize and get two more and then a tough one against Milwaukee. But right now is a, a crucial point in not just in Raptors land, but across the NBA. Everybody's scratching and clawing and fighting for something. Javon, I like what you said about the numbers. Freddie had the 36, but, you know, it was the look. I mean, he had energy. He didn't get worn down. He, he uh, you know, he, he as you said uh, during the broadcast, he controlled the pace and upped it when he was there. Uh, you know, the Raptors were somewhat relentless. They they took 93 shots, 76 for, for Denver. So what we haven't talked about is the defense. I mean, defense was pretty good. Yeah, it was it was tremendous, right? It was great. Um, and I thought everybody stuck to their, their, their assignments. Everybody executed. And this is the NBA, and I mentioned it in the broadcast as well, right? If you are in – if you're – playing and you start to scrambling in the, the late shot clock or in the back end of the shot clock or teams get the ball moving two, three, four times, you're going to be in danger because these are the best of the best. These guys are going to execute. These guys are big-time athletes. They're going to make shots. I thought tonight the Raptors did a good job just stay, just guarding their yard, manning up, and even with Jokic, right? OG did a great job of just playing man-to-man defense. There wasn't much help. There wasn't many doubles. We've seen a couple in the second half here where where Jokic got the ball at the free throw line, and when he turned his back, Fred came over on one and picked up a foul, and another one where he, you know, made some tough baskets. But in that post where he likes to work, they were playing man-to-man. They were playing no rotations on the backside. Everybody was able to deny and get hands on the ball, deflections. And, you know, that's where, you know, this game really turned for them is that they didn't allow Denver to create any advantages for themselves. They didn't allow them to get any easy baskets. They forced 14 turnovers, which led to 25 points. They got out, they ran. So they controlled it from that angle. And I mentioned it in the open, you don't want to get into a half-court game with this Denver squad because that's when they're good. You get out and run, get on control the pace, that's when you have a chance to win. And they came on, they did that convincingly. The Raptors had 14 offensive rebounds in this game. That was, a, that was a, I think, a big, a big part of it. And not to mention, Denver had the best three-point percentage coming into this game in the NBA um, and field goal percentage. The field goals... You know, I think I think they maintained it pretty well, but the Raptors also outshot them in this game, which means, you know, um, they did control the pace, and then they shot six for 25 from three for 
for only 24%. So Raptors did a really good job challenging their shooters, making them put the ball on the floor. Jokic, as good as he was tonight, didn't really look that comfortable, and I think that just goes to the Raptors being able to guard. And I, I wouldn't have thought that you would put OG on him to start, right, and, and, and until I saw it in Denver and then realized how effective it was. So now you come back here, you do it here as well, and – like, Jokic is going to score, but he didn't look comfortable. And that's I think that's most important. The double teams came at the right time, even though he did get a couple buckets from it all. I think him him being contained and him having to worry about, you know, where everyone is definitely made his job a bit more difficult tonight. And I think, I think going forward, the Raptors can do that against pretty much anybody, whether they put... Uh, you know, Pirtle, Scotty, OG, they're, they're, you know, they're very versatile. And, and you know, we see that here today. I, everyone, it, things look difficult for teams. That's something I, I don't think we've said in a long time here. But tonight, yeah. whether it was Jamal Murray, some of it, you know, it could be fouls. But I know one thing for sure. In this game, ref can't call everything. Yeah. So whether you're fouling or not, it's no, <laughs> nobody looked <laughs> nobody looked comfortable. And I think that's most important. I, yeah. I think, you know, like I said, prior to, we've seen a lot of teams come in here and things just looked really easy. Tonight wasn't one of those nights. And it wasn't easy for the Raptors offensively, but it was effective. And yeah, I think and to that point there. That is way more important. The officials, they can't call everything. And you go to set the tone early, right? If you start out aggressive and you're out there and you're, you're, you're scratching your clawing, you're, you're digging, you're getting into the paint, you're getting deflections, they're going to let you play a bit, right? And I think a prime example of that is the game that, that um, excuse me, Jamal Murray had. Right, they got out and they're aggressive with him early, you know, forced him into some some tough shots and, you know, got to bumping him a bit and the refs let them play a bit there, forced him five for eighteen on the night. And a part of that, to your point, Warren, they looked uncomfortable. They they didn't have him going. They didn't have both their guys. And, and remember, Jokic got on, he got on late, got going late. So both those guys were kind of out of the game early. And I thought that was that was a big time job on the defensive the end defense. there, just not letting yep. letting Murray get going. And this is this is hometown for him, so you know he wanted to, want to come out and put on for his family, put on for the friends. You see a lot of people here left behind in the arena, waiting for him. So this was this was one of the ones. This was a big time, big big time victory, big time defensive effort from everybody. Javon, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Thank you guys. Javon Shepard, courtside, giving us uh, his opinion on the 125-110 win for the Raptors. And really, this was what we saw on a regular basis a year ago, that's isn't right. it? That's right. And that's why I said, I mean, um, the, the the statistics and stuff, I mean, we could talk about that every single night. But I, I like I said, just, just watching the game and looking to see from the tip just how Jamal Murray, you know, from a point guard possession, he was on the floor quite a few times tonight whether he's coming off a ball screen, lost his footing, whatever the case is, he didn't look overly comfortable out there. And I think doing that affects someone's shooting percentage. When you have to constantly think about who's coming and who's hedging on a ball screen or a switch, and, you know, he, he, he didn't score until the second quarter, let alone, right? So, right, yeah. you're, you're, you know, it takes you a while to get in the game. Everything he did looked really hard he was on the floor like i said multiple times yeah. when you know when you know when you're playing a team and you know it's going to be physical and you're getting beat up every time you hit the rim it's not going to be an easy night for you and i i think that's what the raptors did really really well tonight i'm sure nick nurse will talk about the the character and the toughness displayed because they got robbed in denver 100 percent they did whether yeah. it's officials or not and today they showed the will to win and the fact that they're not. They're not going to go quietly. The Raptors will never go quietly, and and this is the first time in a long time I looked at a team and said, "Wow, you know what, Denver? Every bucket you earned tonight, you had to earn it." 
Well, I mean, this is this is the opportunity. They they have uh, counting tonight's game, eight home games left, so now they have seven. Um, six of them are uh, in the next uh, ten days. Yeah. So it has to happen now, or it's not going to happen. Uh, they close out their last game of the season is at home to Milwaukee. So you know, this this is it. They have to, you know, they got to put the pedal down and and. and get away with things um, og tonight was very good right from the start he had 24 points and, and always involved defensively uh you know you talked about the boards the 14 uh, offensive boards right. and it spread out nicely i'm just going to get the sheet out and uh looking for Pirtle had uh, he had uh, offensively where did that go he had three uh and uh og had a couple scotty had four yep uh Achua off the bench had three yeah uh, and Pirtle, by the way, had a double-double, 11 rebounds and 12 points. Uh, and he was involved in a skirmish with uh, with Murray down uh, to the far end. Uh, they just sort of collided, and, and uh, Murray was down flexing his knee. So we hope that's okay. But but they were on him. There's no question about that. Yep. Uh, and uh, just, uh, you know, it was the, that uh, full energy. Nobody looked tired. Uh, you know, there was a little bend, but they didn't break. Uh, nice. and, and you got to expect that. I mean, Denver's in a bit of a tough spot in, in terms of, What's happened to them lately since their win over the Raptors? They've now lost four straight. Yeah, no, I, I I think a couple things. Well, if if you look at what you know what the Raptors did this game, if they didn't isolate one of the smaller guards on Denver, and that's Murray and um, Brown, they kept putting Jokic in ball screens, which is the best thing you can do for your offense. It's a pretty simple game plan, I think, for the Raptors. Um, those two things alone help the Raptors get off to a really good start because Jokic is always going to drop in his coverage. He's never going to hedge out hard because he can't move laterally. Uh, you know, Jokic is is probably as slow as molasses getting up and down the floor. So you see him moving, and it's just not he's just not quick enough to go ahead and recover. So they can't hard hedge. They, they definitely have to go ahead and drop, and we see Freddie being able to, you know, knock down threes early on. He had 18 points at halftime, and a lot of it was coming off a of ball screen and penetration. So, um you know the the Raptors, I think, picked apart Denver. This they're they're not a good matchup for them, and this is why. Well, and you know, you talk about the bench. So the bench scoring tonight was uh, 24 for them, 23 for the Raptors. Uh, and while the numbers aren't fantastic, there are some things that you would note. Gary Trent Jr. had 11 points. Uh, if you combine the rebounds for Gary Trent Jr., Boucher, and Achua, you come up with 11, yeah. and uh, throw one in from Barton. I mean, that's pretty good. Pretty good contribution off the bench. Whether you know whether those guys are are, are having you know phenomenal uh, numbers in terms of the night or or not. Their their minutes played on the floor all contributed to the bottom line, which is winning. Denver's not doing that right now. Denver needs to address their pick and roll defense. The Raptors need to address taking this performance yeah. and saying. How difficult can we make it for every team that comes in here? How difficult can we make it for teams on the road? And if we can do that, then we can build up some some form of consistency. Because I promise, offensively, the ball won't always go in the rim. But if you can make things difficult on the defensive end and take care of that, more more likely you, you will be rewarded with you know good offensive production. Okay, we're going to step out, come back, and hope to hear from Nick Nurse. 125-110 was the final score for the Raptors over visiting Denver. This is Raptors Game Night on TSN 1050. Raptors Game Night live from Scotiabank Arena, the post-game show, 125-110. The final for the Raptors. Everybody leaves with a good feeling because it was a vintage performance. Uh, you're looking at uh, how they were defensively. They uh, forced 14 turnovers from Denver, and they, the Raptors got 25 points out of that. Raptors uh, turned the ball over 11 for 15 points, but it was a—I want to say there was a, there was a bit of a lull, um, late third.
quarter where you you started to maybe be concerned, but uh, and and they were their shots weren't dropping, and maybe the shot selection was a little off. What do you think of that? Maybe concerned. I was up here, Pat. I was sweating. I, had know, a heart I had to attack. hold you back. Uh, yeah, I was ready to <laughs> jump, jump off. <laughs> ready to jump off and get on get on the floor myself. And I I I thought that was just due to the the shot selection and falling in love with threes and trying to you know so, sometimes as basketball players you you know you go for the home run because it's it's really hard to you know maintain a lead right so what do you do you know you're you're trying you're trying your best to keep it from you know what i mean from going from 5 to like 3 so what do you try and do you try and shoot a 3 so that you know what i mean it goes from 5 to 8 and that i think that's what the raptors were trying to do if it wasn't for fred steele and scotty's n1 dunk if this game would have been completely different because we sat up here and I told you I started to get concerned. I was yeah. like, we need a 15-point lead going into the fourth <laughs> so that there's no real stress on the players. Like, yes, we have a lead. Let's try and maintain it. Denver's going to go on a run. I knew it, but I, I was hoping it would. You know, in the fourth quarter yeah. that's what would happen instead of going into the third. So, as I said, as basketball players, you try and, you know, you try and, you try and go for the, you know, well, the home no, run. No, we, we, you know, we tried to veer off the the three points, uh, the three point shots. But Freddie came off the bench and nailed three of them. There you go. And that that, that and was a statement. That's why I said he yeah. he had the will to win, and he had things going. He got hot really early, and it carried off. I mean, he came. He literally came in the bench, off the bench. Excuse me. Caught the ball in the corner, pulled a three. It dropped. But if that misses, then we're in the same hole. So, the 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 key takeaway for me in 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 those situations is, don't try and go for the home run. Do it. Do what has been working. They they ended up scoring again by getting points in the paint. Um, Barton passed the ball to Pirtle. Pirtle passed it back. Another two points in the paint after that three. Um, after that three was made. So you know, little things like that all make the difference. You got to keep attacking. And I yeah. and against a better team, you know, we might have a different outcome. Well, okay. Here is Nick Nurse uh, talking about tonight's performance. I mean, he did a lot of. A lot of really good things. I think that um, certainly a focused uh, start. Um, I thought we were very disruptive um, most of the game, right? I think you know when you when you're disruptive, you, you're going to have a few mistakes here and there. But we, I thought we bothered them enough where they didn't, you know, play great rhythm on offense. Um, I thought we did as well, and I think the the stretch where we, you know, where they closed it back down was was literally. I thought I still thought we were running really good stuff, and and we just went a little little chilly on the offensive end there for you know about a f- five six minute stretch. But as you mentioned, um, made some really good uh, decisions at the end, and some good you know good timely baskets back cut. You know, baskets, a couple finishes at the rim. Obviously, made a couple threes as well. So, good game. I think Fred had two good plays. He had a steal and a beat to Scotty for the end one. That's a huge and, one. And then a bucket when he first came back in the game in yep. the fourth quarter. Yeah. That's the kind of play you need from him. The big one was, I mean, they were both big, but the, the steal was huge because that was kind of like, you know, where we, we hadn't made a basket for maybe four or five trips and, and uh, you know, got ourselves a, a, a kind of a run out there and I thought Gary made a big play on his his run out as well that was good um Freddie Freddie called an incredible game tonight too I mean I know his numbers are awesome and he he really was assertive and stuff but he really had us uh incredibly organized and found a a bunch of little wrinkles we'd run run one set and 
he'd run it maybe three times in a row and he'd find something different all three times when he, you know, when he saw the first one of how they were covering it. And uh, he, had a, he had a great floor game from, from a leadership standpoint tonight. Yak uh, made a few plays under pressure in that yep. fourth quarter. Uh, how, how much of, a, I guess, what makes him a steadying presence in those moments? Well, um, it's his size, really, and his ability to finish. And it was one of the things I said to the coaching staff after the game, like, he's got to understand, because Jokic was kind of sniffing a bunch of stuff out and switching off him. Like, he's got to understand in those moments, man, he's got to go He's got to go get down there and seal and get big, and we got to find him more more often, right? Like, like um, I, I, certainly one of the things I'm going to look at on the tape and look for those opportunities because he is a pretty safe pair of hands when you throw it in there. And, um, you know, I kind of just told him at the end, like I think he, he had a really nice move and got, got one blocked. Um, about six minutes to go, and we just said no more. You know, like get to two feet, take it right through. You know, take it right through him or dunk it. You know, no, no more little. You know, quick flippers. Let's, and that's what he can do because of his size, his hands, and his strength. That is Nick Nurse uh, post game. What caught your ear out of that, Warren? Aside from the stuff that he repeated that we said, <laughs> disruptive. Yeah, which is. The same word is uh, uncomfortable. So, yeah. you know, another synonym for the same thing. And I, I think uh, that was the key here today is, is you know, the deflections, the, the cross screens. Everyone got bumped. Um, you know, guys were on the floor and, like, incidental contact. The Raptors didn't look, you know, they didn't look soft. They, no. they You know, they didn't look like... You know, like a bunch of pushovers, and 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 where if you come in here, things are going to be easy. Denver, Denver didn't have an easy game today, and I think that's most important. Um, the stretch that he talked about when you know I was up here panicking, <laughs> the, they started to fall in love with the. You know, I, Nick Nurse didn't say this, but I thought it was you know what, like poor shot selection and poor decision making, and and that that that's a. That's a commonality in basketball. It's going to happen. You're going to go through, you know, a few, you know, five or six minute stretches of that. But for, you know, for the Raptors to go ahead and turn over, you know, a new leaf and try, you know, what build some consistency, they can't afford to have those. No, they well, can't they've, go they've five. No wiggle room. They have no wiggle. Exactly. Yeah. They, you know, you know, you know what? Denver can do that. Denver can lose four games in a row. That that's okay. Yeah. You know, what I mean, for them, well, it's not okay, but like. This late in the season, hurt. exactly. Yeah. The Raptors, they can't do that. They they need to have that go from six minutes to two and a half, where it's like, okay, you know what, well, we're going to shoot, you know, two or three threes, you know what, in this possession. Other than that, we're going straight to the rim because we know we need to get easier buckets, and then then the harder ones fall. So, um, think being disruptive is the is the key word that I think we should be using more and more to describe the Raptors defense. Well, and it's just the body language on the court. When you're disruptive, they know you're disruptive and, and so that, that that just pushes them back yeah. and, and when you're you have that, that void of the five or six minutes, they sniff that out right away. There you go. And a team this good, they will do that and that's where they're able to come back. I mean the third quarter when they went on the uh 9-0 run. Yeah, Denver looked really comfortable. Yeah, you know what? Michael Porter Jr. was shooting threes, and his yeah. legs getting kicked out. He was, you know, he was feeling himself, right? You know, Murray started to get it going. Uh, you know, Jokic got a few points in there, but they limited everyone else. You know, KCP was, you know, pretty much invisible this game. So um, they were able to do that and do it effectively. I like what he said about Freddie. I mean, that was the full Freddie, wasn't that it? That was the full Freddie. Yeah. yeah. 
and forget about the points. Yeah, it's it's more although, so. Although thir- yeah, no, thirty six, three straight threes. Yeah, it, it, no, but I matters. know what you're saying. I mean, that, that's the Freddie that we're accustomed to seeing. Hundred percent. And and as much as we all know, as I as I say every you know I say every every broadcast that you do need to put the ball in the rim. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Like that's the point of the game. But yeah. at the same time, it's not going to be a scoreless tie. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> this is not hockey or soccer or anything like that. But I, I just mean his plays affected the outcome of the game well that what what coach nurse said there about the the same play three times and he saw something something different different. exactly all those things those all affect winning and i think he you know today for example the you know that last play off the bench when he came off the bench and shot the three yeah that completely changed the outcome of the game so you saw a Freddie that's locked in that, you know, what didn't want to lose, and, and you could see that. It, it kind of radiated amongst all the guys. Yeah, and i got to believe that if you're on the other team and you see that and you go, well, that's a nice three, but it's not his last three. Exactly, yeah, man. You, you, know, you know he's on, That's right? a little demoralizing. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. It is. It is. That's crazy. So up next for the Raptors is OKC. Saturday we'll be with you uh, for the game against Minnesota. I mean, they can, do, they can go on a bit of a run here, couldn't they? Well, Ted, they don't have a choice. Yeah, so, <laughs> I like that. I mean, I, we don't. <laughs> no, we they don't, don't. We don't have a choice. <laughs> no. So I, I, uh, you know, this is not this is not January, you know, well, it's, uh, it's, or December. This is do or die. Either you're going to do this and give us something nice to say, or you're going to do this and we're going to have other words for you. So that you know, that's that's what we got. And and there's some good teams around this stretch, and there's some you know there's some there's some teams that we should be beating. Well, look, you know, they're at home except for a game against Milwaukee, and then if they don't get the job done then, then they're on the road for five games, and two of them, they end that road trip with back-to-back games in Boston. Good luck. Yeah, so so <laughs> you've got to take care of it right you gotta now. You've got to take care of it right now. And, not, and, not, and listen, it's going to be tough for Boston to beat two, you know, it's going to be tough for Boston to beat the Raptors twice. But they end the game off with Milwaukee as well. The last game of the season is against the Bucks. So you, you've done an exceptional job tonight. You should take the rest of the night off. I appreciate your generosity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is Raptors game night at TSN 1050. Raptors game night, 125-110 is the final score. We talked a lot about Freddie. 38 minutes played, 13 of 22, 8 of 12 from the outside, 2 of 3 from the stripe. He had three rebounds, seven assists, three steals, and 36 points, and certainly led the way. OG was fantastic as well. 35 minutes, 10 of 14, 4 of 8 from the outside. Um, He had three rebounds, three assists, one steal, and 24 points. We're going to pick up the Raptors story on Saturday when Minnesota is here against the Raptors, and we'll resume the Maple Leafs story tomorrow night when Colorado visits the Toronto Maple Leafs. Join us for that pregame at 7 on TSN 1050. Thanks for joining us on Raptors game night, and good night to all on TSN 1050.